Hello there, and welcome to Bastards and Broken Things, a fan-critical podcast. It's episode one of Game of Thrones! See, that's too enthusiastic. Um, Len's not here. And uh, and unfortunately, Gaz isn't either. <laughs> Indifference. So, guys, it's uh, it's probably time to introduce you. So, we have Emma. Hiya. Ugh. Uh, Lucy. Do our houses. Len always does our houses. Well, yeah, fuck that. he's not here. Okay, right. hi. Yeah, from <laughs> house whatever. Um, and I'm your host, uh, unfortunately. Um, John. Okay, so uh, straight off the bat, let's um, let's give our initial thoughts on the episode. I really enjoyed it. I have to say, it did pretty much what I thought it was going to do. Um, I'm not going to score it yet, Lucy. I'm going to let you score first. So give me your thoughts on the episode. Oh God. Um, yes, it was very fast moving. Covered a lot of ground. Got a lot of stuff out of the way. It was very entertaining throughout. Some bad dialogue. <laughs> some annoying opinions um <laughs> from characters what do you mean give me moments. an example uh john saying sansa thinks she's the smartest person in the world mm. she is no she doesn't but she's smarter than you you're really dumb <laughs> don't fucking come at sansa yeah okay all right that's yeah. mainly the main bad opinion yeah. um yeah i mean as a starter i mean the the rushing that we've seen in the previous season is well evident here mm. but i understand why and i thought it wasn't too poorly Paced or yep. edited or anything. I loved it, really. Um, Good. All shall right. I bloob? Yes. And before you do bloob, um, can you tell us what a blueberry score contains? Okay. Uh, the contents of a blueberry score is from zero blueberries to five blueberries. Yep. Five being the best. So that's kind of like, I guess, the topping of a pancake. Uh, zero would be, you don't have any blueberries. You're out. Everywhere is out of blueberries. Oh, can I have a blueberry pie? Well, we've got no blueberry. This is the worst pie I've ever had. Exactly. And you'd give it zero blueberries. Yeah. And you cannot give any half blueberries because there would be no point to that. And half a blueberry is crazy. Oh, I'll have half a blueberry. Says no one ever. (laughs) Exactly. Have no bloobs. So in that spirit, I would Mm. give this episode, the opening episode of the final season of Game of Thrones. Four blueberries. Oh, it's a good solid score. Get a pie out of that, I reckon. Yeah, get a, a solid pie out of that. Mm-hmm. Get a slice. What do you mean? I'm giving Four it a pie. blueberries in a slice. That's yeah. two bloob. They're quite small, though. Yeah, okay. Um, Emma, you sound pretty pissed at this point. Um, I'm but... annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> For our American friends. Um, okay, so <clears throat> thoughts? I actually uh, I thought it was a good, good episode, good opening. Yeah. Uh, some of the things I thought were a little rushed. Uh, which annoyed me somewhat. However, there were some amazing parts of this episode, and if you mm. get a chance to listen to some of our reactions, hilarious. All right, spoiler warning. So this, uh, warning. of all the podcasts that we've done, and um, uh, there are many, we've done over 100 episodes now. 120 over now. Um, all right, you nerd. Yeah, but, um, green man of podcasts. All right, well, over 100, that's still fact. Um, this is the first <laughs> time that we've actually recorded our live reactions um, so we can look forward to... I think my personal highlights are uh, Lucy just screaming before anything's <laughs> even happened. No, so, I like, saw it fuck? happen. It was happening and I screamed. And uh, and when Gendry appears, or, or Gendry... Oh, um, it's, a, it's a hard just, G. It's yeah, just, just Emma just going, get your shirt off. 
and just ignoring all the dialogue. That, yeah, so, that's the PG version of what she was saying. Well, we've got it. That's all, all I said. Um, so yeah, so that so that be that be good. Um, and thanks for for teeing that up. Do you oh, want to yeah. give us your score? My blueberry oh. score, because you can't have halves, is also a four out of five. Yeah. Uh, my only niggle is uh, too early for John getting on that dragon. Do you reckon? Yeah. yeah okay. I do. That's why I said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, th- I think it's uh, we've all been waiting for it. Give us an episode, just get us back in the swing of things, guys. Don't swing him straight <clears throat> on to fucking what is that? Regal. Regal. Um, it was cool. It was fine. The episode was amazing. That for me was just a little bit of a mm, save mm. it, save it. It's a big thing. Come on, yeah. but bigger things are to come. I think bigger things are to come. Uh, lots of revelations, uh, reuniting of some characters. My favourite bit of this episode was uh, John and Sam getting back together and that. All right, well, we'll get into that. Uh, so yeah, four out of five. Cool. Um, what about you, John? I will echo your thoughts. Um, not necessarily yours, mainly Lucy's. Um, Why? Because I'm sober. <laughs> um, it's four bloobs out of five. Uh, it does still suffer from just speeding along stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, genuinely, the worst part of the episode for me is Theon rescuing um, Yara. Yara. That interlude in yes. like thirty seconds. Some I was like, arrows. I, was like, I thought and that was, I thought that was going to be story this season. No. No, no, that's done now. How do you get there, do you know? Um, don't worry about arrows, it. Where do you know? Doesn't matter, so don't no, worry about it. The last one he killed, uh, hatchet. Yeah, since when can he oh, even no, wield man. a hatchet? Yeah. Where did the hatchet come from? He's not Rick Grimes. Yeah, all right. Well, well over. Yeah, yeah, well, we're not doing our Walking Dead podcast anymore, thankfully. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's a four bloob. Um, it does everything it needs to do, I think. Um, I love the... Um, the echoing of the pilot episode at the beginning, they use the exact same uh, soundtrack as when Robert turned up to um, uh, to Winterfell in, in episode one, which is really, really cool. Um, I love callbacks, um, and that was a great one. But yeah, look, a solid opening episode. Agreed. Woo. Cool. Um, so what we're going to do, uh, we're going to rifle through uh, the episode, talk about our favourite bits. Um, I will randomly uh, insert our reactions throughout um, yeah. without you guys knowing. That'll be in the uh, the post-edit. Um, yeah. But before all of that, we're going to have a little advert. Oh, fuck advert. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There is no middle ground. Hello there. Yes, you've reached the advert section of our pod. If you have enjoyed listening to what you've heard so far, which is not a lot, uh, then please do like, share and subscribe. We are Bastards and Broken Things, a fan-critical podcast. We have recently launched our Patreon page. Um, Please do go and check it out. It is... Uh, patreon.com forward slash fan critical uh, we really want to keep on expanding what we do 
Um, we have additional shows we want to look at. We have additional content that we want to release to you. Uh, we have numerous bandings, uh, one of which allows you to become part of our podcast, which is mental, to be honest. Um, but if you do want to appear on it, throw us a couple of bucks here or there and you can. Other than that, thanks very much and enjoy the pod. So anyway, so we kick off um, and as I've said, cool, cool little callback to the pilot episode. We get <laughs> either 10,000 uh, Unsullied or 2,000 as uh, as Lucy thought. I couldn't thought. remember how many she had. Um, and it looked like more than I thought. Somewhere between yes. 2 and 10. So, 10's a lot. So anyway, so the Unsullied are walking through this crappy little town full of very unwelcoming, smelly northerners. Um, it looks horrible, to be honest. The weather looks shit. Mm. Uh, we've got this little kid um, who's rushing to get to the top again. Call back to, to Bran and also mm-hmm. to, to Arya um, in, in the very first episode. Yep. Um, we've got loads of smelly, very unwelcoming northerners. Um, I mean, come on now. Why would you even? Why would you come out and watch all these soldiers go past with with that look? Well, because you're in uh, you're in a state of uncertainty, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. And you want to see who's going to come and rescue you, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, I've got no cocks. So what's that? Yeah. Okay. Maybe they are literally thinking that. got nothing better to do. Either. <laughs> but in all seriousness, it's the fear of the other, isn't it? You're sitting there and going, who who the fuck are these people? And also, I think Lucy is right. They've got nothing else to do. And that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like parade, isn't it? Those things combined, <laughs> we'd all be out there. <laughs> Yep, so we then get a cool little bit where Arya's watching on and she looking first... Badass. Yeah, she's looking badass. Um, she's looking a little bit taller. Um, and she sees John. Aww. Yep, and she has a little smile and she goes to call out and doesn't. Why Why does she not call out? Be weird. She's like, John! And then it was like halt the whole operation. <laughs> and also because she's grown so much and they've been apart for so long, uh, Arya is now... Um, no one. Well, she is no one for a start. Mm. But no, she, she's Arya Stark of Winterfell and she's going home. But regardless of that, <laughs> she uh, no. she has grown into a, a warrior with uh, significant She's a warrior, strength. is she? She's a warrior. <laughs> I hate this distinction. Warrior, Arya. Warrior sounds wrong. Warrior. Yeah. Uh, she She's strong. She's a warrior. She, she's been we through worry. enough shit. And uh, she's worried too. Yeah. But she can't show a weakness because she's a Stark. Mm. And she is now in front of all of these common northerners <laughs> okay use the correct term yeah yes. but, but she has to be one of the nobility so she has to show a face right i don't think she gives a fuck about the nobility to no, be honest no. but i think she gives i think she gives a fuck about i how think she, she wants perceived. a a proper interaction with john not hold, holding mm. up his horse no not stopping the Is procession he wants she wants to see him properly probably <laughs> you know properly. in the what are those trees called yeah, the Godswood. God, God the trees. bleeding trees. Yeah, the God, in the Godswood. <laughs> bleeding trees. Cut them down. She just wants a proper reunion with him. And I understand that. You're going to wait until you can talk to him properly and not just like barge out and surprise him. Because mm. there is a difference between a... <laughs> Hiya. Hiya. Sorry, yeah. Um, but there's a difference between a public and a private reunion, right? So your public yeah. reunion is... All right, mate. See you later. Your private reunion is... Oh, my God, John! This, this yeah, but I think I that was mm. too public and it wouldn't have been appropriate. Right, yeah. Yeah, so she obviously sees the Hound and uh, and Gendry oh, as well. Yeah, it was a nice little procession of her past there, really. Like, they obviously John, the Hound, who she assumed was dead. Gendry, who she probably had no idea like, Gendry, what yeah. happened to him. I'm sure <laughs> it's a hard G. It might Gendry. be a hard G. 
My Gen- man's a hard G. Gen- he is quite a hard G. Did he? Uh, did he get he the didn't best? Say that earlier. He's got a hard stomach. I think he's not that attractive. Did he get the best reaction? Do you think she was happiest to see him? I think she was confused. I think she was happier to see John <coughs> in a sexy way. Yeah, Why is that? Kid. No, about, she's not a kid. She's twenty-one. Not, not. not in our years. Not. Well, she might be. She's no, like, I is like fifteen, seventeen, eighteen. You're about to say, f- f- 17. For sure. If that's the case, she's allowed to be attracted um, to Gendry. Yeah, I think, I think it's, um, not only is it a procession of the past for her, it's a procession of the past for us as an audience. Mm. So we're seeing all of the people that have interacted in the last It'd be funny if, like, Sirio Pharrell was then on one of the horses. Hiya, babes. I'm back as well. Hiya, Vrittel. Oga. And then, yeah, Jack and Hagar just on a horse. I think they might be the same person, but Ooh. that's for another pod. So then they turn up. To uh, to Winterfell, yeah. um, and there's little little Bran, little Aww. weirdo Bran, I love weird Wan, Bran. Wan. Um, as I he is, as he has been so dubbed. Um, lovely reaction from John. I was really surprised by that. I uh, no, he you're not a fan. His, he em, kissed Emma. his forehead. No, oh, it was lovely. That I thought it was cool. no, I love moving. Yeah, sweet, lovely. Because he thought he was dead, but also. Wan's a fucking wanker. No, leave. He's not a wanker whatsoever. <laughs> no, I'm he's sorry. a three-eyed raven. No, he's not. He's not. He's just a creeper. No, you said he's a wanker now. He's a so bit, he's a odd, but I love him. I think he's great. He's better than when he was normal. Well, that, that is actually 100%. true. 100%. That's 100% true. But so it's not interesting normal. and ethereal. Mm. No, I don't like it. It's okay. Creepy. Well, he's yeah, fine. Fair I enough. I've been annoyed by Bran for the last season. He's and doing shit now. He's telling people stuff. Is he though? What's yes. he told anyone in this episode? Well, well, I'll tell, his well, I, well, I'll tell you what he does say in this episode. Yeah. You know, John goes, "Look at you. You're a man." Not yet. And then, doesn't well, really he doesn't say that, does he? Not Wan yet. goes, mm, "Not yet." And it's like, well, "Why is he saying that?" He doesn't blink, and his no, eyes. He a- no, he actually says almost. So then, uh, so then, John hugs Sansa. Really awkward. And throughout this whole bit. We've got little um, little Liana. Yep. She's fuming. Yep. Why is she fuming? Why the fuck are you come back with this blombit? <laughs> Where you yeah. been at? Yeah. Kicking the off. Um. So and that leads us on to this northern hostility, shall we? Uh, shall yep. we call it? Well, I, don't, I think you can understand it though, because it, and I've got to say, Liana. Fucking like kudos to you, kid. It's too much. Though. No, I like I it. it. I love it. I it's fucking too love much. It. They they voted to stand behind John as king in the north, mm. even though he was the alleged bastard son in uh, air quotes <laughs> yeah. of Ned Stark. Well, so, yeah, at the he moment he still was, is. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he still is. Yeah, and now he's gone off, and they've gone. Oh, he's dead. He's gone, and he's come back with fucking Daenerys. I didn't say he's dead. This fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no. but, but no one knew. Yeah, he just disappeared for. I mm. what understand their but... concern with him being king in the north and coming back having bent the knee. Yeah, but. They do not know what he knows. They have not seen what he's seen. They have not faced what he's faced. But so also, if you what didn't he know, did was right. If you hadn't known, seen, or faced all of those things, you'd be going, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. Like, I understand why they're like, what, yeah. what have you done? What have you come back with? I but, like Liana. I think... Uh, yeah, I, I rate her. You've got to give her fucking credit. That little They don't give her like too her. much, like... Oh, she's so bad. But she, she, when she has her moments, she's a good actress and she she's delivers her banging. lines really well. And it's just mm. that kind of, that banging. northern grit in a little girl. I just love it. Mm. But I believe E-grit. it from her more than I believe it from Umbridge. No, Umber. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, look, let's not have a go at Umbridge. I must not we'll tell co- any lies. We'll come, we'll come back to Umbridge later. Now she's ended up here. Um, now, I believe, I believe it from Liana Mormont more than I believe it from Umber. Umber didn't do anything <laughs> apart Jesus. from what happened at the end. Well, all right, fucking hell, spoiler warning. Anyway, we get oh, on to that. Just before we get into the really awkward conversation in the uh, in the Great Hall, uh, we get Bran, who just turns around and says, oh, we don't have time for all of this, all right? Your dragon's dead, um, but now he's alive again, and he's been flown around by the Night King. Who? What? What's going on here? I love it. What the fuck is this? Yeah, well, that's what they should be saying. Bran but they is don't cut react. Into, Bran is cut into the chase, and that's what I like about this kid. I like that. What well, I didn't like is their reaction yeah. is nothing. Insipid. Okay. So I like it to an extent, but Bran's got to learn how to communicate effectively for the, the little people. No, like, Tyrion wasn't people, in that I mean, scene. Everyone other than Bran, because no one else understands what the fuck's going on in his head. Mm. So he's going, oh, Night King, oh, Demon, White Walker, I Dragon. think he unnerves Who's people, and demon? he says stuff, and I they go... Know. Right. Like, all right, because all he right, is a bit unnerving. The dragon thing, you'd be like, "Oh, what did? What's he just said there? Is that true?" Can you be clearer with what you meant? Yeah. He needs to just take it slowly, explain the background, and explain. Well, he doesn't what... have time for that. Yeah, but, but no one he has bothered all the time to really. In the world. I feel like no one's really bothered to not get to know Brown, but be like, "Why are you now like this? Like, what has yes. happened to you? What can you see? What is? What I are your powers?" I don't have time for that. No, but it, was, it would be helpful. If he told Sansa and then Sansa <laughs> could communicate it with the troops. Yeah, because let's be fair, one can't communicate with other people. He just blurts <laughs> things out really randomly and no one knows how to react because it's quite unnerving. Or how mm. to understand it. It's like when you're on the train with someone and they just start chatting to you, saying weird shit, and you're like, mm-hmm, put your so anyway, in. Yeah, no, I agree. So anyway, so we get to the Great Hall and Sansa's given some serious shade um, to uh, to Danny. Uh, so we then go to the Great Hall uh, and all the Northerners are kicking off. And Lyanna makes her feelings clear. She's like, oh, we fucking made you king of the North. And now you're, what are you doing, man? Who's this blondie? He's like, I didn't want it anyway. And she's like, yeah, well, oh, I'll sit down then. And it's just like, okay. Oh, no, that's what, no, she sits down. When he stands up, she sits down. That's what I liked there. I like that. King of the North. Um, And they're all like, oh, uh, and fucking Yon Royce or whatever his name is. He looks at the ground like, oh, oh, I'm not happy with this. And he does it four times in the same scene. Oh, I'm not happy with this. Uh, and then Tyrion obviously gets his moment. Yeah, everyone looks down. What's he saying? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what does, what does Tyrion say? Do you remember? I may be a Lannister. You may not trust me. But but this is our only hope. Oh, that's whatever. good, that. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and uh, obviously he's made some serious errors in the last season. And everyone's questioning his intelligence now. He's made a lot of errors, to be fair. To he's, made, he's made a lot of errors and he's made some serious errors. Yes. Um, and he starts the new season by going, look, everyone, don't worry about the Lannisters because my sister is sending her army up here. So... For fuck's sake. In the theories podcast, who who postulated that the... Uh, the Tyrion Cersei. Me. Was it you, John? It was me, yeah. Was it you that postulated that Cersei and Tyrion had made a deal yep. with the Lannister army to mm. come north? Yep. Uh, mm. That, in its own way, made it feel like it was a possibility, but it's definitely not going to happen, is it? So you still think that, uh, what well, you think Tyrion's playing them there, do you? Or No, no, I think he believes. I think he believes he's made. Do you think uh, he's getting played? Yeah, I do. Well, no, I think he's made an attempt to find some help 
and he is foolish to think that it could possibly I think he does believe it occur that way I believe just insert that from the book of Mormon um so then uh Sansa Sansa uh so she interjects with uh probably the most sensible thing I've heard in the entire episode which is okay so we've got 10,000 unsullied I don't know how many more Dothraki uh couple of dragons how are we supposed to feed everyone? Yeah, she is, she is pragmatic. And that's what I like is that she's actually had to, while he's been swanning off, John, she's had to been the <laughs> ruling Winterfell and dealing with the day-to-day realities of being a lady of a castle. What, John? No, I'm talking about Sansa. Follow the story. Yep. <laughs> and that's what I like about her. And as you say, this is the one moment when you're like, yeah, the reality of, of everything you're discussing and... Danny's comeback, I'm like, you're a fucking dick. Yeah. Well, what does she say, Emma? What does Danny say? What are they going to eat? Well, that's, yeah. Yep. So um, that's what, what Sansa Danny says. Oh, what are Danny, they going to, what are the dragons going to eat? What do they want? Yeah. Oh. But what's interesting, actually, so there's an interesting comparison here is the only people that think that practically are uh, Sansa and Cersei. And yeah. Sansa has spoken almost admiringly of Cersei's yeah. ruthlessness and cunning previously because despite the background of her of cersei's uh, behavior or her choices yeah most of what she does is right in its own way she's a survivor yeah. as is sansa yeah was well, she sensible enough to think about what's going to fuel my army and sansa has learned that and, mm. and that's where you've got to give sansa fucking credit like Love that sansa. girl should be on the iron throne team sansa yes absolutely all hail Sansa. She won't, but love her still. Well, no, probably gonna die, but whatever. Yeah. So not not a good look for Danny that scene. Let's be honest. Um, no. Yeah. Well, they'll just eat whatever they want. Kids, probably. She's really arrogant. They'll, they'll, yeah, they eat you and the Northerners. Everyone in this room, to just be whatever. honest. Whatever. Yeah. Later. Shit. Stop worrying about it. Yeah, just the smelly ones. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Worry. <laughs> um, Don't worry about it. So as Lucy uh, incorrectly pointed out. Um, Gendry was not pissing about outside with coal. It was actually dragon glass. I didn't point it out. I asked if it was coal. No, Ooh, I said. No, oh, you know, I why is he pissing about with that coal? Insert clip. I thought I said. I thought it was coal. <laughs> we we might insert that. Yeah, actually. well, the the truth will out. What's he doing with that coal? <laughs> I'll just edit it later. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, what's she doing with that coal? What is she doing with that coal? Yeah. Why does Lucy sound so graceful in that <laughs> cut? Um... <laughs> So, yep, yeah, so Gendry's getting the old dragon glass ready. He's got loads of it. Looks a bit shit, to be honest. But looks like coal. Looks a bit like coal. <laughs> well, um, let's be honest, it's black and a bit dusty. So, not far off from yeah. coal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or. So, we then get uh, Tyrion and Sansa with their scene, their first mm. proper one on one chat since um, she the abandoned. It, well, yeah, I mean, sort of a divorce. Uh, she left him to be charged with Joffrey's death. I think, if anything, it was an annulment, wasn't it? It wasn't consummated, so it could be annulled. Yeah. I loved it. I actually really enjoyed seeing the two of them together again, because I think that um, Sophie Turner and Peter Dinklage play really well on screen together. And at this point in the story, the two of them are probably, despite their faults and the things that they over or kind of, what's the word I'm looking for, like Miss C... <laughs> yep. A blinker to. Uh, they're, they're two of the most intelligent people in the Game of Thrones. Yeah. 
No, yeah, that's uh, that's and um, probably well, the two as, people. As, as Sansa was... says, yeah, she says to Tyrion, "I used to think you were the cleverest man alive." I'm not a fan of that line. There's something about it that just doesn't ring right. Cleverest well, isn't a great word. <laughs> but I also think that she would have done because she had no experience when she met Tyrion, and she was very uh, fresh and green. It kind of harkens back to yeah, her like made like exactly. early years when. She thought Joffrey was a golden prince and Tyrion was the cleverest yeah. man alive. And whatever. and actually, she learnt a lot from Tyrion and he saved her. Yeah. I mean, he forget Littlefinger. Kind to her. Uh, you know, gentle little man. Yeah. Um, but she learnt a lot from him and he is an incredibly intelligent man, but he is also soft, I yeah. think. In the show, yeah. And Sansa has become harder <laughs> and smarter. Harder, better, faster, stronger. Yeah. Yeah, and that. Kanye. Um... She's not Kanye. Well, no, but that's the line, all right? I'm not that modern. (laughs) Ten years ago, but okay. Yeah, get with the times. Um, (sighs) That's one good reunion, Mm -hmm. but it's not as good as the next reunion. So we get John in the Godswood. Bleeding trees. Yeah, the bloody trees. The the trees teared up and that. The tree is buzzing to see John again. Um, and then we get a little Arya in the background, just being all Yay! creepy and that. How uh, they just sneak up on me? Too cute. Oh, I've just, I'm not wearing any shoes. Oh, yeah, and that's good. And another face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'd be funny if she just turned up as Littlefinger. Nah, not really, it's me. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like, Oh, that's disgusting, what are you doing? You look like, I oh, know, but it's just a face. Now, everyone has been talking about this reunion since the first season. Mm-hmm. Was the it? last time they saw each other? Yeah. Season, season one, episode yeah? three. Good grief! That's so long ago. Is it really season one, episode three? Something like that. That's I mean, he, he went to the he went to the wall in yeah, like episode two or be. three. It so be. it's been twenty five minutes that in time travel. Mental. Yep. So there you go. Or seven seasons. Um, now just shy of seven seasons. Just for for book readers, um, because book readers really get that relationship between um, John and Arya. Uh, they obviously have point of view chapters where they constantly think about one another. You don't really get that in the show. Mm. Um, but obviously for book readers, this would have been immense to see them reunited. Was it underwhelming? A little bit. I don't know, you know. I think because it has been so long, anything too over the top wouldn't have rung true. And I, for me, their reaction, the acting was really good. And I think, I thought it was perfect, really. I didn't, I didn't think they could have done any more. Because, it, like you say, John, it has been so long. I didn't realise it was that long. Okay, I didn't see. either, actually, Luce. And I think um, their reactions would always be understated because as characters, their emotions are always understated. And I think mm. the way they did it was perfect. Yeah. But I actually, I think maybe because we're book readers and maybe because we've rewatched a lot of stuff, um, you forget that it's been that fucking long. Yeah. And it maybe it maybe is a, a, a shownly, as Len would say, a, a, a show only. <laughs> yeah. Show only. Um, I only learned that two weeks ago. Uh, maybe as a shownly, you would <laughs> you would feel it. it more. Um, you would feel it more intensely than someone who has spent the last ten years waiting for the next book. Um, because you you long. wouldn't have thought. It's not far off. <laughs> yeah. Nine years. It's round it up. Um, but you would you would feel it more keenly, I think, as a sh- as a show only viewer. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Whereas I mean, we were all looking at it, going, oh, really? Well, really? I didn't. I didn't look at it like that. I liked it. I thought it was. 
it was the right level because after so long, I just don't understand what else they could have done to make it more poignant for people. Like she could have punched fireworks. Him. I just thought, I just you know, it's the acting. Mm. It's really good. Yeah, Re- reaction faces. I think um, Maisie on. Williams and Kit Harrington are two of the best actors in this show. Kit Harrington's not that good. Yeah, no, I take that back. Maisie he's fine, Williams but is. I don't think he's like. How one dare of the you? Best actors. How dare you? How dare you? How very dare you? How what? He's better you? than the Hound. Well, obviously not. Rory McCann is Rory the McCann. best actor. Well, Lena Headley would think so. Lena Headey. Well, better than Lena Headey. That's why you're <laughs> not. Go, go that's why you're not allowed on the scenes anymore. Um, uh, look, I I really liked it. I I must say, um, look, I've watched the episode twice now. Um, because that's what I do. Um, I watch and I know things. Um, and I really liked it. Um, I thought the sword stuff was a bit weird. Oh, jealous. Yeah. <laughs> You're jealous. That was weird. Well, no, I've got a chair as well. <laughs> um, so there you go, our Simpsons oh, viewers there. Oh, fuck off. Um, jealous. But uh, that was a bit weird. Um, when he got it out, it was kind of like, oh, a bit heavy for me. I've got one as well. Sorry. A bit heavy for me. I thought, was like, are they chatting each other me? up or what's going on here? Like, hey. It's just weird, man. Why would you get your sword out? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, look, oh, look at my sword. Yeah, well, oh. uh, too heavy you for me. show me mine, I'll show you yours. Um, no, don't. Other way around. No. In a way. But look, it was uh, it was a nice scene. It, it was, was nice a... to see them together again. It was cute. Um, and that will make it even worse when one of them definitely dies. Or one of them kills them. the other. Uh, or, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Won't happen. Too, so, um, too heavy for me. Uh, we went and talked about this, but at work, I was put into a Game of Thrones uh, poll. Right. So every single character still alive in Game of Thrones. Yep. Alive, dead, hey, White I, Walker. I had one of those as well. I sent it plus to a group. And bonus questions. <laughs> so I made some really out there predictions and paid a fiver for this. But if I win, 70 quid. So I might even buy a new mic. What, sorry, what was your prediction? I'll, I'll send it, yeah. It's a big spreadsheet. <laughs> I said that... Um, I said What's that, the point of that? No, but I said got to have a payoff. I said that Arya would die. Arya. Arya. John would die and become a White Walker. And, uh, I fucking go, hope so I would here, do, is, here are some highlights here. Uh, but the first... Had the prediction, podcast. Cersei will be killed by Jamie, but it's... Uh, Cersei will be killed by Arya wearing Jamie's oh, yeah. face. Yeah. Which we said in the pod. Yeah. Yep, exactly. I, and I agreed. To, yep. uh, and also... Go listen to that if you haven't. That uh, the Night King would be killed by Ghost. No. That makes no sense. That'd be... I mean, I'd love that. Yeah, but, but if that happens happen, and I win... That's ten points. That. Well, yeah, there you go. Drinks are on you then. So definitely not. Um, Arya basically at the end says to John, "Sans is only protecting the family." Yeah. And John's like, "Oh, I'm family as well." You're a cunt. Um. All right. Well, what's that happening? And you I had don't, a go at me. I, I don't know. remember that line. But I'm getting annoyed. Um. <laughs> well, I'm I'm trying to speed through. Uh, and Arya says, "Um, don't forget that." Um. Mm. As they're hugging. As they're hugging. A bit scary. Could be a bit of a foreshadowing. Don't forget that or I'll kill you. But John says, Sansa thinks she's the smartest person she knows. It's like, <laughs> does she? What is he basing that on? I I'm don't think back she thinks that, but I think I she might she be the smartest that. person in this scenario yes, right now. but he's like, oh, she thinks she's really smart. Does she or does she just think about logistics and corn? I think she is just really smart. Right. It was nice actually to see Arya stick up for her after last season when it was all a bit edgy. Yeah, well, we yeah. So, sure. so I think they're uh, they're nipping that in the bud. It's like you know, there's no. Uh, you right there? 
Um, yeah, they're nipping that in the bud. It's like they're definitely on side. There's no conflict there. Good. Um, which will make it funnier when are oh, you kill Sansa? No. Um, but anyway, uh, so back at the Red Keep, uh, the star of the episode, um, Kyburn, um, uh, breaks some terrible news uh, to Cersei, um, and I have a theory here, and I'm, I'm going to ask it as, a, as an open question, um, mainly to you two because people listening, there's no point we can't interact, um, but. <laughs> Um, Kyburn says to Cersei, um, I have some terrible news. The wall has fallen and all the men with the moving hands are coming. <laughs> and Cersei's like, good, good. And he's like, okay. And he wanders off. Now, Fucking moron. I've heard a theory. Uh, I didn't hear it. I read it. Um, but it's the same on result. Reddit. Uh, not on Reddit. Mm. Um, that suggests that someone in the northern camp is a spy. I believe that. Whom? Well, Tyrion, maybe. Well, I Is mean, there a spy in the camp? Well, I think there could be, and there probably is. I don't know if I believe <laughs> it's Tyrion. Well, no, I forget that it's Tyrion. Is there a spy in the camp? It would make that make sense, because otherwise it's like, oh, the wall's fallen. As you said when we were watching How it, would John, you know? How do you know that? Yeah. What, Too quick. What raven, raven has told you that? Yeah. yeah. Who sent that? To you. I like that theory. <coughs> Sorry. And I think if you hark back to the Theories podcast, I was not Ark in. back. If you hark back, segue as nicely... Um, to, so the theory that Tyrion has made a deal with Cersei if, yep. if Tyrion has made a deal with Cersei Might regardless of what the outcome of that may or may not be that could be that he sends uh, information to her which means that that's how she knows about the so war weird that he yeah. would do that when he but I don't so think, much um, depends though doesn't it like who knows maybe maybe the kid's his so after Kyburn's uh, revelation uh, we can then see some ships in the background, and it's uh, it's obviously Euron and the Golden Company. Oh my god! Yeah. So before we see the Golden Company and uh, a man who Lucy described as an ugly-looking Scandinavian Scotsman, I mean, I don't, I don't know. But that's not how. In he fact, was no. Before. It was Emma that said he was a Scotsman, and I said he can't be Scandi because he's not good-looking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. John said he was Scandi, um, and he is Scandi. Um, and I've not even looked that up. Um, Bad so it, Viking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but before we get to see him and his, his rubbish performance, um, pointless, uh, we get Euron with Yara on uh, on the ship, being awkward. Mm. Um, nah. I don't know if that's the first reference to his shipmate um, being mute. So obviously in the books. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I don't recall that. Do you, Luke? I don't think that's... I don't know if it's ever been said in the show. I don't obviously, think it has. So yeah. Although obviously... maybe like when he first came to the King's Moot, or whatever it's called. No, I don't Hello, think Hello, everyone. I am Euron, and everyone on my ship are mute. Also Because I, I cut all their tongues <laughs> out in that. That's why I win the King's Moot. Oh, no, I don't. King of sense. the Moot. <laughs> Oh, I don't remember that actually being a no, thing. No, I mean, seriousness, it's hard sometimes when you've read the books to remember what is real and what's not with regards to the show. It's confusing. Um, <laughs> but... That's just life. I, I think... Yeah. I don't remember that being the case. Why does he mute them again? 
So they can't tell the stories Correct. of his like evilness. Yeah, has honest, all their tongues taken out. Is that why? Because I don't really remember that. Anyway, so Euron then says to Yara, um, look, if Cersei's losing, um, it doesn't matter because I'll just switch sides anyway, which is very Euron of him. Um, he just says he wants to fuck the Queen. So, you know, fair play. Very honest man. Goals orientated. Yeah, very, very true man. Um, so we get to the, the crappy Golden Company and the rubbish Harry Strickland. Um, and this is a very meta scene because a lot of people said, oh, they're going to have budget for fucking elephants when they can't have one direwolf. And lo <laughs> and behold, we get this uh, this little dialogue where Cersei, uh, it's almost like she's looking at the writers or the showrunners and saying, well, oh, we're not allowed, we can't get, well, she doesn't say we're not allowed elephants. That'd be two on the nose. <laughs> but we are not allowed elephants because of the budget. Um that would have been quite funny. You have all, you have all the gold in the world, but mm. you know not enough to bring over elephants. Um, but he he says, "Look, we're not getting elephants in this season, all right?" Um, which is very disappointing. Like, why mention them in the first place? Shame. I don't care. It kind of okay, fine. Well, you know, we're different people. Um, it, Two towers has elephants. That's all the elephants I ever need. Oh, elephant! But oh, it's like. It makes it takes me out of the moment a little bit. I, I, it makes me feel like, all oh, right, yeah, it is just a TV show with a very limited budget. It's not that limited, I guess. It what, is what limited. What they're trying to do there is, right? They've brought in the Golden Company. There's previous mention of elephants, and there's just a little like, oh, well, if they just gone, oh, you're here, that's really good, and hadn't mentioned the lack of elephants. That would be fine. Do you think? Yes. I think they were just trying to do a bit of a like, I mean, most people wouldn't remember the elephants. To be honest. They won't Is remember. it not a bit like when they were talking about the Golden Company last year, if we were all like, oh my God, there's Golden Company and they never turn up. And then they turn up and it's like there's two of them. Yeah. It's a bit the same of them going, oh, it's going to be elephants. It's annoying that they're here to, in and the first other place. Things, cannon and fodder. 20,000 people. They actually, are cannon like fodder. four of them. Three ships and no elephants. Well, I didn't Don't think that, I didn't think they'd even make an appearance. Um, I'm still convinced that they'll be just cannon fodder. I well, think they'll all be killed be, at yeah. sea or something. Um, but ultimately, there's there, there's clearly some um, uh, some conflict between Harry Strickland um, and Euron um, because Euron's just killing men for the sake of it. Because they and, don't win it. And dogs. Harry Harry thinks he's an absolute dick. Um, and just walks off well, disappointed he that he's had to explain that they couldn't afford elephants. Um, yeah. We then get Euron going, oh, I, I want to fuck you, not to Harry Strickland, to Cersei. That would annoy <laughs> Harry Strickland even more, to be honest. Um, and Cersei's like, well, no. And he goes, yes. Buy a She's whore like, if that's what you want. Yeah, buy a whore if that's what you want. And he goes, oh, I've done that. And I want, I now I want you. And she's like, well, no. And he's like, yes. And she goes, all right then. Weird scene. Weak. Mm. Well, I think it just shows deep down that she maybe was quite desperate rather than weak. Slash knew that it was probably the everything he was saying. Like I brought you an army. I brought you my ships. Like everything that he said. And she's like, "Mm, well, and got me under the cosh a bit here. I might have to put out. Also, a look that you and I shared, Lucy, at this moment, or maybe (laughs) in the aftermath of uh, that moment. Uh, was that maybe she thought he might be an excuse for some other trouble that she got herself in. Oh. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's what he the wanted. Baba. He did say, I'm going to put a baby in there. Yeah. Uh, a prince in there. Yeah, he, he put did a prince say. in there. Yeah. Exactly that. I've got to put an elephant in there. Like, no, it's oh too expensive. Oh, my God, no. Yeah, you might already have. 
throw that out the window. Um, yeah. Um, but before he does got. all of the, I'm going to put an elephant in there. Um, <laughs> put his elephant Because we in don't. There. So before we get that scene, we get uh, Bron and three oh, yeah. prostitutes. They brought the boobs back. Yeah. I did not miss the boobs, I'll be honest. I'm oh, sure I missed them. I... <laughs> I did miss them. No. There you go. Too I much. missed the boobs. No. Right. Bron is a bit shit in this scene. The women are worse. Um, the shagging this... is even worse. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> now, um, come on. Look I, at it. I won't go into why, but yeah. Well, yeah, and I we'll know save that about. for our other podcast. The spin-off one. Uh, Spit-off critical. With Lucy Emma um, and Lucy. Um, see, and that's the joke, you see. I don't get it. Loose. You're, you're loose. Lucy Emma and anyway um, but Kyburn he is fucking hilarious in this scene the will take her within the one month yeah that is brilliant <laughs> yeah um, he's funny he's got that camp British actor gene yeah he's very funny and I'll, I will be inserting our reaction to that mm. uh, here my girl the pucks will take her within the year <laughs> <laughs> The Queen's brothers made promises to you and broke them. Oh, the old pox. The Grace wants to rectify the mistake. Um, but we then get this uh, this scene with Kyburn offering, well, offering, telling, basically, Bronn that he has to go and kill Jamie, Jamie and yeah. Tyrion. With Joffrey's crossbow. With the crossbow that obviously killed Symbolism. Tywin as well. Yeah, oh God. Yeah, but... What that you... family's messed mm. up. Well, that's exactly what Bron says. Mm-hmm. I mean, not word for word. He says something slightly better than that. With his eyes. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to ask both of you guys, with your eyes, to tell me. No, with your mouths. Um, do you really blah, think? Blah, 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 blah. Do you really think Bron will do it? Yeah. No. Yeah. So we're fifty-fifty here. Well, we're not. We're. I don't think well, he'd be. If like... you've not got an opinion, with fifty-fifty. No, yeah. I don't I'm with John here. Like... I don't think right. he'll do it. Oh no, 66, Jamie! 30. I've cared too much about you. I think he will. Yeah. I think he killed Tyrion. <clears throat> I don't think he killed Jamie. Oh, you would. For money, he would kill a little baby for money. As, as you, <laughs> yeah, babies, not but not Jamie. In previous seasons, yeah. It's like, what kind of monster would do that? Me. And he was like, I mean, like, I wouldn't, a... I wouldn't do it. I'd ask how much. Yeah, no, I don't doubt that. I still don't think he would do anything for money. Okay, he would kill anything the most handsome man money. in Westeros. He doesn't care. Mm. Well, there's not, a difference not, between not, not Gendry going after the most handsome man in when Westeros. Wenderos is about to say that. <laughs> Wenderos. Uh, one. Yeah, well, I'm not talking about him Don't again. Don't kill one. There's a difference between killing the most handsome man in Westeros and a baby. Um, Much but worse look, to kill the most handsome man. We're different people. Yeah, um, so just coming back to uh, to Euron and Cersei, what did you make of the ending of that scene? Does she absolutely despise him? Does she genuinely like Euron? Bit of both. I think she looked very upset about what she was saying, especially, it has to be said, maybe this is just my interpretation, with him slagging off Jamie, and when he touched her stomach, like, oh, I'm going to put a prince in there. I did a really good impression earlier. Mm. Um, and Do she kind of was like, meh. And then afterwards, she looked meh. like she was about to cry. Mm. I don't think she likes the idea <coughs> of being with anyone other than Jamie. And the fact that Jamie has left her, she's alone. I think... Yep. The the really sad thing here is that Cersei has put herself in this fucking disgraceful position where mm. she has alienated herself from everyone who loved her ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she is trying to find some kind of semblance of love in maybe that union with Euron. Yeah. 
Um, she, uh, and, and also an excuse for the baby in her belly. She's vulnerable. Yeah. She she's absolutely huge, vulnerable at this point. She's hugely vulnerable. Um, she's vulnerable taking the alone. route that she thinks will bring her success. Because the only people mm. that she has are Kyburn and the fucking mountain. There's nothing wrong with Kyburn. What a sad fucking life that is. Kyburn like. is loyal and he actually he well, alludes to that earlier, he's a creepo. Look at this. He's a creepo. And the other one's a mountain. <laughs> he's not a creep. He's he is a creep. Weird. He's not a Did creep. Did you see the hard one he got when he saw the, what, the fucking white? Mm. Yeah. The dragon pit. Oh, zombie. Oh, right, fucking hell. He's not going to carry on movie. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, so well, anyway, we, uh, no, we'll move on now. So we then get, and I'm, I'm torn here, to be honest, because I like that it happened. I'm not happy with how casually and how quickly it happened. We, we've spoken about pacing issues before. I thought Theon's arc, and most people did, uh, it was to be that Theon would spend this season basically against Euron trying to get his sister back. And trying to atone for previous cowardice. And it fucking happened, happened in about in... 40 seconds. How like... this happened? So he's got more to play for, I guess. Yeah, but now he yes just feels no. like another canon fodder character. Well, yeah. yes and, and no. he's not. In the... Why no? Well, because either he's, he's either saved Yara to retake the Greyjoy fight with the Lannisters always reclaim Jara to take the Greyjoy fight to be with the Starks okay so but where he, is he going well he's just said he's, go, he's going to Winterfell why would he be with the well, Lannisters well he'd go to Winterfell for one reason or the other for uh, no, either I, reason no 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 but, I, but I mean in terms because, of story but if the Greyjoy fleet mm. is going to Winterfell no they're not they're going back to Yarn Islands well, they weren't if, with the Strictons, the Golden Company. No, forget them ones. They're this... different ones. They're different Greyjoys. Eh. No. Yara's <laughs> going back to the Iron Islands. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. The dead can't swim. Yeah, fact. It's like the Isle Or sail. <clears throat> but, well... so, so he has two choices here, is that he either goes and joins the Starks in the fight, or he runs away. So he's still got the same arc. Mm. He's just rescued Yara quicker, but he's still in charge. I think it says more about Yara's part to play than Theon's. And I think Yara has a bigger part to play. Quickly, so she can, I don't know, have some good Sail more, I don't know. It feels like Theon could have saved Yara at the end of last season. And he could have been travelling to Winterfell and met them all this episode and just brought everyone together rather than just have him just randomly arrive at Winterfell next episode. I'm here as well now. It depends on what the plan is for him and Yara, I think. All right, well, here's a question. Is Theon going to make it to Winterfell? I think Theon's going to live throughout. Okay, but is he going to make it to Winterfell? He's going to make it to that battle. No, he has no part to play in the battle, I don't think. He's already said he's going there, though, so what is... He jumps off the ship again and gets <laughs> shipwrecked again. Fucking pathetic! So you don't think he's going to turn up for some I reason? Mean, maybe. I mean, to be fair, for his arc, for him to finish where he started, in, as in the arc in the story, mm. to go back to Winterfell, after John told him that Ned was as much a part of him <clears throat> as anyone else, yeah. would be pretty mo- would yeah. be pretty moving and would be a great character... <laughs> sort of end for him I don't think he's going to die mm. but I, I don't think he's got a part to play in the battle it doesn't mean that he won't be there I guess yeah he can't fight he yeah. might be a, a no he can fight good yeah. with a bow 
Negative. He just put an axe through someone's head in this yeah, episode. Yeah, but previously, that's never been seen before. He couldn't fight. He's, just, oh, he's been working out. <laughs> His he hair's does. grown. Well, that's, that's like the gym a, as well. That's time. It's yeah. not a guidance of working out, though, is it? So we then go back to Winterfell, and we've got Davos, Tyrion, um, and Baldy Varys. Um, varies. Varies, yeah, as, uh, as Len would say. Varies. Um... And they're having a little chat, a really awkward chat, where Tyrion comes off shit again. Yeah, why are you being insulting to everyone? Like, yeah. oh, I'm so, like, fucking insulting. Like, yeah. They're trying to funny. make him look like he's being two-faced because they're trying to set up the whole, I've made a deal with Cersei. I don't, I don't think it's going to be I that on the nose, to be honest. I think they've just... Not being two-faced, because being mean to their faces. I think <laughs> they've miswritten him. Yeah, if anything, it's being honourable. It used to be like he'd make funny jokes to people that deserved it, and it's like, right, you're punching down now. You're punching at Varys, who you've been on his side. He's for definitely not season? punching down. Well, you know what I mean. And Davos. That's no point. Why is sagging off Davos? Oh, better than onions. Right, you killed your dad. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Also, leave Davos alone, because you know, constantly having a Onions are shit, your old man. Well, why are you saying that? Better sigil than yours, onions. Probably haven't got onions on my sigil. Doesn't have it I? make any sense? Oh, he does. Do yes, he does. Okay. Well. Um, but anyway, so they're standing there talking about John and, and Danny as they awkwardly flirt in the uh, just in the middle of the fucking. I don't know what's so going on to be honest. Oh, aren't um, It's just like you know the Northerners are all annoyed. <laughs> Why what is he doing? Don't rub it in their faces. Like, Be fucking hell, John. Have some statesman-like qualities. So then the Dothraki turn up and go, look, the dragons are starving. They've only eaten 100 sheep and four horses or whatever it is. Three goats. It's not. It's, the yeah, owners it's... of whom are now going to starve. Six sheep, two goats. No, it's something like 12 sheep or something. Like, it's not six sheep. Um, but look, I don't have a dragon. I've never had a dragon. Um, that still seems like quite a lot of food. Doesn't seem like they're starving, to be honest. I think that's okay for one day. I reckon they. Have you ever seen The Simpsons where they get an <laughs> elephant stampy? Stampy, yeah. Yes, eat so much green. We're not getting elephants. They sleeves. can't afford it. So and there you go. So that's another Simpsons more. reference in the first episode of Game of Thrones. Dragons, I think, will need to, to even have any energy. Would have to eat a fuck ton. And what have they been eating all this time? Fish. There's a bit um, where yeah, John comes point. off a bit shit, where he Just walks up. Bit. Well, I mean, okay, slagging him off. He walks up. Um, it's just that he's the wording where he just says to Danny, he's like, oh, what's wrong with them? Like, well, uh, you've just, you know they've got no food. So obviously they're going to be annoyed. She's yeah, like, they don't like the north. Look at the fucking size of them. They're fucking dragons. Massive. They blow fire. They're not supposed to be up here. They hate it. Mm. And one of their siblings has died. They've got oh. bad memories of snow. Um, and yes. he's like, oh, I don't know what's going on. And then for some reason, um, now... John's so annoying. Now this scene, I'm going to... Ask for bloobs. Now, I know we don't normally do this. This is a big scene. Um, John riding a dragon. Now, lots of people speculated that it was going to happen. And actually, this clip... All right. um, And actually, this clip, uh, a lot of people said, Oh, this is when John is going to fly the dragon. I was like, yeah, okay. And they were spot on in the end. Um, Despite the way they speak. So it happens. (laughs) They. Um, It happened. It happened. Give me a bloob score. Were you impressed with this whole scene? Me? Yeah, Lucy. Me. Um, okay, so I thought it was a fun scene. It reminded me of when Harry Potter rode Buckbeak. I've never seen Harry Potter. Okay. Um, I'm sure most listeners will. I didn't think, oh my God, what is this? This is so cheesy. But it didn't do anything for me. I didn't feel any sort of kinship to it 
I didn't feel any like emotion and oh my god finally he's where he's meant to be like I did when he met up with Sansa back a few seasons ago mm. and the same feeling that I had when I mean, it wasn't riding higher. Sansa through the skies no. <laughs> <laughs> in the extended so, cut maybe. no weird, it was weird um, show. I enjoyed it and it was fun but it didn't move me mm. I would give it I guess three bloobs I agree I would give it three bloobs um, I actually did find it a bit cheesy, I've got to say. Mm. Um, some of the issues that they have with um, filming of actors riding a prosthetic dragon. Very specific. Um, it does look a bit shit at points. Um, I'll tell you what it did do well. The reason it doesn't get you know worse bloobs is you genuinely feel like it would be fucking mental to fly a dragon. Yeah. Like... He didn't make it seem like a normal thing to be doing. Yeah, I mean, he was flailing all over the place. Mm. I'd have given it four, maybe even five bloobs, if he'd have fallen off and died. Because that makes more sense. Mm. Like... I did think that would... Not would happen, but maybe should happen. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Emma? (sighs) So Harry (laughs) Potter and Buckbeak, three to four bloob. Uh, John's, four blue. That's a really great three, three to four. Scene. Three to four, depending on your your frame of mind. This one, two blue. I'm sorry, I've got to say, and I'm going to hark back to Len here. Oh, hark back. I'm going to hark back. Why I'm is gonna, it two blues? I'm going to echo Len. I've got to be honest that um, the the effects in this awful. There are points where they, yeah, I, I they're closing I, in on John and Danny on these dragons and it looks like something I would do. You can see a little bit of the man's costume that they're riding, the big man. Yeah, it's a bit shit. No, and I... So a number of reasons. One, the effects, not very good. And if you're going to do it, if you're going to put Jon Snow slash thingamadoodoo Targaryen <laughs> on a dragon... I know her name is Daenerys. No, I mean John. On, on, a, Aegon, on a dragon... Yeah. For the uh, for the first time, yeah. then you've got to make it worth it, right? Yep. Secondly, if you're going to do it in the first fucking episode, make it good. Mm. Thirdly, don't do it in the first episode. Uh, so for me, it's a two blue. I'm sorry. I have to, I have to be honest. Fair enough. That's all right. I think that's harsh. Well, someone has to be. It didn't. The thing is, <laughs> okay. for me, I mean, I'm not, I won't, we're going to discuss it, but like the last scene of the episode had much more impact to me than Speeding this. Speeding along. Do you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah, yeah, it I doesn't agree. need to have crazy, like... John dro- riding a dragon isn't something that I've really thought about. Like, I, cannot, I can't no, wait to see fuck, him finally really? ride a dragon. Like, I don't care. Yeah. That's not the thing we really That's give a fuck about, right? I don't no, really care. No, Because no, it's going to happen. We know that about the dragons that much. But we know what that now. What do you mean? They're really cool, but... We know he's a Targaryen. That he's going to ride a dragon. What we want to see is what the fuck happens after that, right? Yeah, I don't care about him riding a dragon. Can we get some... You know, on social media, can, can we get some people slagging Lucy off, to be honest? Because hey, no, it wasn't I, just Lucy. I've, well, was, the hey, girls. All right, well, Listeners, yeah, the don't girls. Slag me off. Because no, that is mental. Alone. That is mental. What do you mean you don't like the dragons? I never said that. I don't That's really not care about the dragons. That's I'm the not same like, oh my thing. god, the dragons are the best thing in Game of Thrones. I like them. They're pretty drama. amazing. The dragons are <laughs> That's fine. That's why I watch it. No, okay, I get and that. John but that is a magical is. moment. That is, Meh. you know, Aegon Targaryen, Meh. sixth of his name, Meh. the heir to the Iron Throne, Meh. is not a bastard. He never was. I don't know who that is. Julian <laughs> 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 But him riding a dragon, that is amazing. Well, maybe they 
they just didn't do it well enough for it to connect with me then. Yeah, potentially. Or, or maybe it was too early. Maybe it was just an, a, like I think a, both of those things. It's these dragons well are enough. starving. Let's go see the dragons. Okay, well, actually, no, let's fly them now. Oh, they're just and starving. And then let's get they? off and, oh, sexy auntie It does time. make me wonder why Daenerys doesn't think about their the dragons kind of... What's the word? Not aptitude. Their connection with John and their kind of... Their comfortability with John. Because if she has to think about that... She hasn't even... It hasn't twigged. Like, why would... If she thinks about that, she has to acknowledge the fact that he could be a Targaryen. Although Tyrion had a similar reaction. Yep, that is true. So they then land, and they obviously they start getting off one another. Um, There's a call back to Egret, where Danny says, oh, we could stay here forever. It's a lovely waterfall. Um, I don't think it's Liverpool forever, to be honest, because there's nothing to eat there. Um, but it's a lovely place to visit. Uh, they then start getting off with one another. He's like, "Come here, auntie," and yeah. Um, and then the dragon's like, nah. "One of the best, one of the best scenes uh, in this uh, in this episode." Just Drogon. He is fuming. Drogon looks like my cat when He's I bring really Blake's back to my house. He's really inhabiting Drogo there. Like, were you yeah. fucking what, mate? What are you doing? What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? That's your aunt. Um, I reckon That's they know. That's my mum. What do you reckon? Do they know? Yeah, 100%. They so know. If they let John like, ride yeah, them, exactly. they know. Like, he is a Targaryen. <laughs> well, they can't Wait. say anything if well, he's letting... Like my scorch it into uncle. the earth. Yeah. Step-uncle cousin. <laughs> a message. Step-uncle cousin. But how good would that be if, if Drogon just went... Roar. Uncle John. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it no, could happen. Danny, I am your nephew. Yeah, his nephew, yeah. Oh, he actually is your nephew, I forgot. No, but Dragon is his nephew. Dragon? What? Second cousin. No, Dragon no. is his nephew. Dragon's a dragon. Yeah, he's a dragon, for God's sakes. Yeah, You're not so following this. No, I'm not following it, because who knows where the dragons come from? The dragons. So anyway, so Dragon's he's fuming, and, and we'll insert that funny reaction now. Great, great <laughs> reaction. Uh, so back at Winterfell, uh, Gendry's making weapons, as he does. Um, uh, Gendry and the Hound are having a bit of uh, playful banter. Um, Lad banter. And then Arya turns up, and the Hound's Yay! like, oh, you left me to die. And she's like, yeah, I robbed you as well. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, and he's like, oh, fuck you, you bitch. You're a cold bitch. I, she, I she love you. She said this, though. Your, your face went, he's proud. He's proud. He loves her. Yeah. Well, like, he gave her. He Proper gave her proud. a little like, "You're a cold bitch. That's why you're alive." He's mm. a cold bitch, and he's a cold bitch. He's not a cold bitch. That makes him sound a bit shit. He's a cold nah, he is. dude. Yes. Cool dude. Um, talk to me, Lucy, about Gendry and Arya. Never. Um. <laughs> no. You're gonna yeah. Have to, cause okay. It's a podcast. Yeah. No. Um. I. T- I think people like to ship them, as the youth may call it, but I don't think. I think they were always on more on a friendship hype. And I don't really... I think she had affection for him, but I don't think it really strayed anywhere other than friendship. And right. she grew up with brothers that she got on well with, and mm. maybe she saw him as a surrogate brother. Really? You don't, you, don't, you don't think there's anything there? I think there might be a little bit, but I don't <clears> think <throat> Arya is really, at this point, capable of sort of adolescent emotion. That's, that's fair. What about the other way? No, I don't think he fancies her. Do you not? No. No, nah, not even the way he watched her walk off after she went, can you fashion I think, me a again, staff? And he went, oh, what are you going to use this for? 
I think there's admiration for sure, and there's a bit of awe. Mm. Like she could kill me if she wanted to. Iron awe, if mm, anything. It is smelter. Um, (laughs) I don't think he has those kind of feelings for her. I think he does. I think he does. Really? You think he fancies her? Yeah. But why? Why not? Why? Why wouldn't you? Not that attractive. Well, I mean, I mean, neither is he. So there we go. So we then get. Right, so this scene pisses me off, to be honest, because one of the best moments um, of seasons past uh, is when um, Gilbert Glover, uh, having a go, I think it's Gilbert Glover, he's definitely the the fucking Glover, all right? Don't worry about it. Gilbert Glover, he turns around and he says, you know, House Glover will stand behind House Stark... um, as they have done for a thousand years, which yeah. te- technically is incorrect because they left them hanging for the Battle of the Bastards, but whatever, mm. semantics. Uh, it then goes, and I will stand behind Jon Snow. Uh, first letter. Yeah, no, actually, no, fuck you. We're going to abandon you again. Like, these northerners, man. Like, Take uh, their heads. Now, I know as a podcast, if we had to pick a region, most of the houses that we like are in the north. You know, we're all shipping the stocks. But fucking hell, like, some of these houses are seriously letting themselves down, I've got to say. Yeah, I only really like the Starks and the Mormons. I, in the north. I do understand where they're coming from. They're backing John. They don't want to back Danny. But give, like, oh no. <laughs> but stop going back anywhere. I have seen this girl, and I've heard she's very through the town, so I'm, I'm not having any of it. Very right, bitchy, you stupid bitch. Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, it is a little bit like going, I'm backing John, and he's backing her, but mm, no, not that like, bitch. Find some stuff out before you just go, write a little Investigate. note saying no. Don't leave an aggressive post it on the fridge. So, so we can just, you're going to stay in fucking Deepwood Mott, and die. That is the choice you've made. So ultimately, we then get some conflict between Sansa and John, which ends with Sansa saying, "You know, did you bend the knee um, because after for the North? Well, yeah, yeah, for the North, or because you love her? Um, for the badge. And before John can go, both uh, it just cuts. Um, I'm assuming he answered. Um, what do you think he said, John? For the North, for the badge, for the badge. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that trending on Twitter." Um, Hashtag for the badge. So for the south. I know I've spoken a lot about Kyburn being the superstar of this episode. Um, the best actor of this episode. Uh, I mean Samuel Tarly. Jesus Christ, man, he is unbelievable yeah. in this episode. Totally moment. Now, be- bearing in mind, uh, there was a behind-the-scenes uh, Game of Thrones, uh, a behind-the-scenes look on YouTube. Um, and they were talking to uh, the guy that plays Samuel Tarly. I can't remember the actor's John name. John Bradley. John Bradley. Um, and he said uh, when he was at drama school, he had to film three scenes, and the fourth scene he filmed was the first scene in Game of Thrones. That's how inexperienced he Fuck is. Oh, really? Um, what? So his reaction when Danny tells him that she burned his dad and brother alive... That is, it was so, so well done. I mean, it's the sort of the sucker punch of your yeah, dad. Okay, well, you know, that'll go back that'll to be fine. Yeah, he stood with your father. I mean, and I did laugh, to be honest, when that happened. But, like, but I mean, was that was so laughing. emotive. But the implication of that is that he is now the leader he of House Tarly. 
The implication, and I said it fully, thank you very much. I was making reference to Tyrion. Yeah. And you can't uh, even think about that. But the implication is that he is now in charge of House Tarly. He's the leader. It doesn't matter, the, does it now? No, 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 but... But that's the, but, but but what his, I mean is he's that sort of character where it's like... His fucking reaction is going, oh, Dickon's in charge. Oh, fuck, he's dead. They're both dead. I'm mourning. Mm. I'm in charge. I can't handle it. Which yeah. is how he goes and why he goes and reacts to John the way he does. It's yeah. so fucking beautifully emotive. Yeah, but before and he... you've got but, to give him credit for that. But before he gets to John, um, he's obviously he's very emotive. He needs, he needs to bump into someone that's going to be a little bit understanding, you know, give him a little bit of moral support... He bumped into Wan. Now, Wan. Weird Bran, uh, who's just like sitting... I think it's raining at this point as well. He's outside, it's dark. Now, he says, I'm waiting for an old friend. Bearing in mind that the next scene afterwards is in the day. Was he just sitting there all night? Like, that I is mental. Like no one's caring for Bran. I think so, they've <laughs> forgotten about Wan. But, um, but anyway, so he says, I'm waiting for an old friend. Um, but can we just fucking get on with this? Just tell John uh, that he's actually Aegon and that he's fucking his aunt. Samuel Tarly goes down. I don't know why I keep full naming him, but, you know, why not? Samuel Tarly. Um, so he goes down to, to the crypt uh, where John is just hanging about being creepy. Again. Again, man. Um, and he fucking tells him. He tells John. Um, what a moment that is. Again, now, John Bradley's delivery, um, I think word for word... I, I, I might be incorrect. I'm pretty sure I'm not. Um, I think it's word for word what Weird Bran, Wan, what he says at the end of last season. You know, he's not a bastard. He's the heir to the Iron Throne. Mm. Um, obviously, he doesn't say it like that because it would make no sense for him to say that when he's talking to the actual person. Concisely. Um, but the way in which he, he communicates it. Um, what do you think, John's... Or, or what do you think of Kit Harrington's acting his reaction to that yeah it's a very so you need to been slagging him off i have not been slagging him off slagging i don't think off. i think he is one of the more limited actors because the role <laughs> that is what the role requires he is quite a brooding character it doesn't often have to emote mm. he got it spot on here and i think the chemistry between him and john bradley as sam is has always been great and that really lends it to their relationship. So when they first are reunited in the crypts and they do that hug, he does a lot of good hugging in this episode, Kit. Mm. Yeah. Can't fault him for the hugging and the like reactions to seeing these people that he hasn't seen for so long. Good hugs. Yeah, good hugs. And I think I Gugs. think there's the the emotion of no. seeing him again and then there's the disbelief at what he's being told and he really wants to hang on to the fact that he is his father's son and he thinks his father is Ned, who we mm. all know is the most honourable man in Westeros. Yeah, you and he sa- and he says so, yeah. But can you imagine how your life would be... I was saying switch turned upside down. Can you imagine how your <laughs> life would be... Um, He's not in it, ...fucking it? flipped inside out if... No, you're just saying the sudden, same thing again. Yeah, but better. It doesn't have to be Fresh Prince. <laughs> can you imagine... <laughs> it would just be turned around and, like... <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. But if suddenly you were told that the father that your you world would be modeled, turned upside down, oh fuck off and let me t- say my piece. No, that's what you mean, though. Yes. Yeah. All right. I also yeah. think it's not just your dad, the person that you've grown up loving and respecting and emulating or trying to, is not mm. your father. Thank your you, father Lisa. is someone that you've Wonderfully always been put. told basically 
you know, raped your aunt, stole her away, <laughs> raped her, and then she and murdered her. Yeah. Like that's kind of how they've all seen Rhaegar. Mm. Um, although it hasn't stopped him fucking Rhaegar's sister, so mm. he obviously doesn't have that much of a problem. Oh, but yeah, me. to go from one extreme to in your mind the other, it mm. must be a bit of a like a mind fuck. But also, he never really fucking thought about it, did he? <laughs> thought about no. We well, never thought about like Danny being. I mean, his father did fight Rhaegar, her brother. Yeah, yeah, but he his never father thought in his about mind. Danny being Rhaegar's sister. No. He never thought about I that. I don't think John thinks never considered ever. That. Just thought about. I should you know. enough to. Um, well, anyway, you should. so we then get a little bit of horror. Oh, oh my days, man! Unexpected. Oh, yeah. This is great. This is awful. Uh, when you insert the audio for this reaction, shrieking. Could just um, insert it now. Real. <laughs> Ma- oh my god! <laughs> 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 that is a horrible thing that has just happened. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, so, mental reactions. Um, I think actual but what, reactions. But, okay, yeah. so, long story short, we've got Beric, we've got Tormund. Bumping Ooh. into Dolores Ed, uh, who is the most underrated character in the show. Love him. He is great. Dolores. Dolores. Is that Westworld again? Dolores Ed, yeah. Um, <laughs> Dolores. Come That's on. That's how you say it. Dolores. Dolores. It doesn't matter. Dolores anyway, Ed. Dolores Ed. Um, they find Little Lumber, cute Little Lumber boy. Um, who we thought might be Baby Ned in the first opening scenes. No, definitely not. Yeah, well, I was only joking. Different boy, so. Um, so he's nailed to the wall for some reason. Uh, lovely bit of art. Of just arms doing that weird little symbol. And he's definitely dead. Whose arms are they? Well, who knows? Probably Umber's, I would suggest. The baby Umber, definitely dead. Definitely dead. Um, And Tormund's going, this boy's definitely dead. And everyone look at me and no one look behind me. Um, Unfortunately, Lucy uh, refused to follow that advice. Hence the scream. I saw him open Um, his blue eyes. Terrifying. But it was only after... Uh, Beric had gone, but your eyes are so blue. Was it Beric or the other guy? No, it was Ed. No, d- I was born with blue Ed. eyes. Delightfully. Your eyes are so bled. Bled. Fucking hell. Your eyes are so blue. Put the audio in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was, I like that. You know, uh, Game of Thrones has not done horror that much recently. No. It's um, not a shock since maybe good. the first, maybe the um, Craster farm. Yeah. The old farm. I, I, the old farm. Um, I suspect we're going to get a lot of. Uh, no, I know you didn't. Um, I suspect we're going to get a lot of horror this season. Um, so, str- really so strap on in. Of the like the White Walkers and the Whites as zombies, which is horror in a different way. Bombies. Whereas this is really visceral and like horrific. There's mm. a boy nailed to a wall. Screaming. Oh. It's more horror movie than. And if you've got a, a, a Sonos sound beam. Because uh, we are we Don't are sponsored by Sonos. Um, it is mental. Like that shriek was. I mean, okay. I couldn't hear it in the audio that we inserted earlier. I was cracking up, but my my um, shriek as well because of the oh, horror oh. of it. An awkward laugh, if you will. Um, that leads us nicely on to the final scene, uh, where we get a hooded figure uh, who's definitely Jamie Lannister. Um, no point in even trying to create a bit of mystery. Um, all that would have cracked me up if it was some random well, person. Because he waved, it was a big gold hand. Yeah, and also his hood fell off halfway through and it was Jamie Lannister. <laughs> um, he, he arrives, he's looking around. 
looking rather pleased with himself. He's, do you know what? What's he thinking? Is he thinking, do you know what? I'm honourable. I've come I to fight. I thought he was looking around. He was like, I remember when I was last here. It's been a while. You I know. was fucking my sister and I threw a boy and crippled him. Yeah. Yeah. I just think he was For like, like lovely memories. Here. here I am. Yeah. Ragu like a hurricane. <laughs> um, and we will be. No, we won't. Um, and then he turns. And so his reaction to seeing Bran, Wan, um, immense. He is a fabulous actor. And Absolutely I think his reaction shots. Nikolai Kosorda, his facial expressions are unreal. For a, such a handsome man, he really can use his face in interesting ways. Yeah. <laughs> and he's done it <laughs> no, so I'm many with times. You, Consider the dragons. Mm. Consider just yeah. so many things. Oh. Like Cer- Cersei sending him away. <gasps> I don't believe you. Like everything. Oh my God. Mm. He's, he's, he's a fabulous he's actor and he's brought unbelievably Jamie to life. Expressive. In such a brilliant way, and this scene is an amazing way to close out the show. Mm. I think that, um, and, and Lucy will have demonstrated this in the last three or four Game of Thrones podcasts, or any Game of Thrones podcast we've ever done, mm-hmm. is that uh, Jamie Lannister is the most beautifully arced character that you will see. It's not, yeah, it's starting to come together. Yeah, but it is really starting to come together in right the show. In the and uh, Nikolai Costa is portraying it beautifully mm. and i think this is the like epitome of that yeah mm. that moment where his hood falls and his face turns and he looks so fucking smug and then he looks so fucking terrified yeah. and shame so much in his eyes that shame in his face is <laughs> absolutely stunning yeah and, and actually in hindsight best rending that i felt it was when the episode finished mm. yeah okay so that's it we have finished our recap. Wow. Um, a great first episode. Correct. Um, I'm excited for the next episode. I wish I could watch it now. Same. Um, but unfortunately not. Why can't you binge this shit? We will be back next week uh, during Easter. So it'll be even more drunk than we are now, which is always nice. Um, if you have enjoyed this podcast, if there's anything that you want to quiz us on before next week, get in touch with us. Uh, our Twitter, which is where you'll probably find me, to be honest, is at fancriticalpod. Uh, our Insta is fan underscore critical. And if you want to email us, be very old school, you can email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. Cool. So that's it. I'd like to thank my uh, wonderful colleagues. Um, thanks, Lucy. Thank you very much. Hopefully, we we'll see you next week. Won't be here, but yes. So, no. Uh, Emma, thanks very much. You are welcome. Yeah, okay. More drunk next week, maybe? (laughs) 100 million percent. Yes. Um, And that's it from me. So, thanks, guys, and see you next week. Bye. know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, 
and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.